Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's the first annual Bishop Awards. Woo! I, woohoo. Um, I am your guest host, Matt, along with my co-guest host, Jonah. Let's go, baby. So excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, we were supposed to be your co-hosts, along with Hunter, who was the, the host host. Unfortunately, the Bishop Academy has become aware of some controversial statements that Hunter made about 10 years ago regarding My Little Pony Princess's magic. And, uh, well... They pressured him to step down as host because they didn't want the controversy surrounding what he said. Um, so I think it's uh, it's not fair. It's not fair, but you know, life's not fair. Yeah. Uh, um, but so Let's... we will not be your co-hosts. We will be your guest hosts. Um, it's the Bishop Awards. We're celebrating the very best of 2020 in pop culture, movies, TV, and video games of the things that we played and watched. Um, this is a completely ad-free show just for you guys, just because it's the award show. No ads. Don't worry, we'll make up for it because next episode will be only ads. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yes. Um, before we begin, I just want to make a quick statement. This past week... Um, there was a tragedy in the wrestling industry. Did you hear about this, Jonah? I know you did because I told you. I did. I was. I thought you were just fucking around. No, it was very sad. Um, Brody Lee passed away um, at the age of 41. He was known in WWE as Luke Harper. He was currently in AEW, leader of the Dark Order. Um, sadly, tragically passed away um, due to a uh, non-COVID-related lung disease. Uh, very sad. AEW held a tribute show to him this past Wednesday. It's a wonderful show, very touching, very emotional. And I just want to take this time to remind everybody, all the listeners, that uh, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So tell your friends, your family, your loved ones how much you care about them. So having said that, Jonah, I would like to tell you that I'm very excited for this episode and nothing yeah. else. That's all, well, I, that's all I'd like to tell you. I want to. I just want to say that uh, I'm really glad that you're you're my you're my friend. You're my guest co-host, and you know, it. I mean, I mean a lot. I look forward to this every single fucking week. Whenever Hunter allows us, and says, "Hey, Jonah, you want to guest co-host with Matt?" I say, "I would love to," because it's just it's just such a great time, you know. It is a great time. I enjoy it. Um, I also want to quickly point out that uh, I just realized um, I erroneously referred to My Little Pony, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, as My Little Pony, Princess is Magic, and I'm just going to correct myself now before some angry uh, ponies uh, yell at me on social media. Yeah. So there, we, you can't do it because I just I, you, you can't do it because I already did it myself. Yeah. Fuck you, you bronies. Yeah. Uh, don't take that serious. Don't, don't don't take that out of context. I should take it out of context. Fuck you. See, now we're getting controversial about My Little Pony, so now we're not going to be allowed to host next year. Yeah, yeah, but we support, we stand and support 
everything Hunter does on social media. We love you, Hunter. Yes. Um, so let's just explain how this is going to work, okay? We have categories for film. We have categories for television. We have categories for gaming. And we have some miscellaneous categories um, that, uh, you know, couldn't be categorized neatly. Um, and uh, me, Jonah, and Hunter, together collectively along with other anonymous members of the Bishop Academy. And by other members of the Bishop Academy, I mean just me, Jonah, and Hunter. <laughs> um, the other, the anonymous members of the Academy just kind of oversee it. They don't really do anything. They don't really work on, you know, nominations and winners. They just decide who hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why they decided that Hunter should step down, but didn't help us with the nominations. Anyway, so me, Hunter, and Jonah, we all collectively thought to ourselves, what is every game we played this year? What is every TV show we watched? What is every movie we watched? You know, that released this year. Um, what were the best ones for these categories? We, f- we, we, we hashed it out. We figured out the nominations. There were some, some unanimous agreements. Some some strong disagreements, some arguing, some debating, but we we picked the nominees and then we did the exact same process of agreeing and disagreeing and debating to pick the winners, and so this is what we decided was the absolute best of the best of the things that we watched and played. So if you're angry, well, why wasn't that should have been nominated? Why wasn't that nominated? It's probably because we didn't watch it, or play, or played it, or. Maybe we did, and we just didn't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. One of those two. Um, so these are the definitive awards. Um, so if something you like wasn't nominated, or if something you like didn't win, um, well, that means what? that you shouldn't like it anymore, because it's a loser. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't matter. Our opinion means nothing. These are just fun. Yeah. Have a little fun with us. Yeah. Um... Maybe you'll uh, be like, oh, wow, if they enjoyed it really that much in this game of the year or something, you know? Yeah. Maybe I should go play it. Yeah, maybe some of these you haven't watched or played, and you'll hear about them now and decide, oh, if they thought it was that good to, to be nominated for their own awards, maybe I should check it out. Well, you probably should. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's start off with the miscellaneous categories. Shall we? We shall. Um, oh, I also want to preface this by saying that uh, 90 to 99% of these categories um, will not have um, speeches because none of the nominees could be here tonight due to the fact that this is a podcast, as well as the fact that um, they don't know we exist. Yeah. Yeah. But they will eventually. Yes, after after this episode. Yeah. After they hear that they won, then they'll know that we exist, and then next year they'll show up. Mm-hmm. And it's not this uh, award show's not going to be seven hours like every other one. So. Yeah, and we're not gonna and we're not gonna give some awards less attention so we can get on to the next trailer, like some yeah. award shows. Also, no one named Jeff will be handing out any awards. No. No. Okay, shall we get into it? We shall. The miscellaneous categories, and the first category is Best Podcast. Mm. This goes to the podcast that we, um, that we in the 
Culture Pot with Hunter Bishop family thought um, exemplified what it means to be a great podcast. Entertaining, informative, good hosts, good production values, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And the nominees are Cold Ones, The Joe Rogan Experience, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, The Misfits Podcast, Backlog and Beyond, New Day, Feel the Power, Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop, and Talk is Jericho. I'm I'm, uh, anticipating this one with great angst. I know. All great podcasts. All excellent podcasts. Wide variety, too. We got comedy podcasts in here. We got interview podcasts in here. We got gaming podcasts in here. It's a nail-biter. Could go to anyone. It could go to anyone. I'm opening the envelope now. And the winner is... Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Holy shit. Oh my goodness. I I didn't even write a speech. Oh my god. I didn't think we we would win this. I really didn't think we would win this. I thought it was for sure going to Conan. Oh my god. I I did too. This is is so unexpected. Uh... So many people to thank. Um, first off, um, we want to acknowledge Hunter Bishop, who couldn't be here to accept this award. Um, but we want to thank him especially for allowing us to be part of this podcast. Uh, I want to thank I want to thank my my family. I want to thank um, my wife, um, whoever <laughs> she may end up being. Um, I want to thank Jonah for being an excellent uh, guest host. Wow, that's the first me. time you've ever said that. Yeah. I really so really many emotions right now. What? What is? What is? You can't play me off. This is our podcast. I want to thank. I want to. I want to thank my mom and dad too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stop it. Okay. Okay. Um. Thank God we got those guys off the stage. Yeah, what a bunch of jabronis. Yeah, a couple of losers. Thank, thank God for that orchestra. Yeah, yeah. we hired we uh, here at the Hunter Bishop uh, Culture Pop with Hunter Bishop do not spare any expense. Yeah, we hired and... the uh, we hired the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which consists of one person. His name is Nigel. Yeah. Hey, Nigel. How you doing, Nigel? Hey, doing? You can't. He 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 frequently <laughs> tours with uh, Flood of the Concords, but uh, they're not touring right now, so he had time to stop by our award show to be our official that's, orchestra. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We appreciate it. We do. Okay, and the next award, Jonah. Why don't you tell us what the next award is? Next award is the most anticipated of the year. This award goes to next year. You know, it's a new year. There's a lot of things to look forward to. Well, COVID-19. This year, technically. This year, yeah, now the, this year. The year has started. Okay. Oh, by the way, happy, You're new, right. year. happy, new, happy year, new Year. Everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. May this year be slightly less shitty than last. Yeah, hopefully it's just not 2020 Remix Edition, you know? Yeah. Um, but yes, this is the most anticipated of this of 2021. Of this year. Yes, anything. So. Any game, movie, whatever, something that we're most anticipating. Tell us what the nominees are, Jonah. The nominees are Outriders. No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie. Spider-Man 3. The Boys, Season 3. And last but not least, to go back to the movie theaters. Another nail-biter category. Opening up the uh, envelope. 
And the winner is to go back to the movie theaters. Oh, how exciting. How exciting. I, how exciting. I, I can't wait to go back to the movie theater. I can't either. I, you know, I miss it. I miss it too, man. It's, you know, it's an experience. I, look, I love being able to watch movies in my house, but um, there's, there's no better way to watch a movie. Obviously, some Americans got out to the movie theaters this weekend because there was a record-setting uh, COVID-19 box office with Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Was that was that uh, domestic? I thought that was worldwide. I, I thought it was like 16 million domestically. I heard 100 million. Oh, 100 million worldwide? What the? F- yeah. Jesus Christ. Then again, most countries are are doing better than the states. And Canada. And Canada, but we're still doing better than the states. That's true. Everybody to, to be is. fair, it's mostly Ontario. Yeah, mostly Toronto and Peel, and that's you know. Yeah. Screw those Sh- guys. Shout out, shout out to us. shout out to anybody listening to this not from Ontario who knows what Peel is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the next award is the Waste of Money Award. This award goes to the biggest waste of money of 2020. And the nominees are Warner Bros. funding Zack Snyder's Cut of Justice League. Anyone that invested or subscribed to Quibi. Mm -hmm. Anyone who pre-ordered Cyberpunk on consoles. (laughs) And anyone who purchased Godfall. Nailbiter. Another nailbiter category. Anyone could win this because... Anybody who did any of these things all wasted all of their money. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. It's true. It's true. But the biggest waste of money of 2020 was investing or subscribing to Quibi. Give it up for Quibi for being the biggest waste of money of 2020. What a stupid idea that they invested $1.75 billion into. I thought you were. I thought you said 1.7 million dollars the first time you told me that. Um, nope. Now, once you said, once you put that billion on the end there, th- it's what, a no-brainer. You know what? To appreciate just why Quibi won this award, I'm going to explain what Quibi is because I'm assuming most people listening to this don't know what Quibi is, because if they did, now even if people even if people knew what Quibi was, it still would have it still would have shut down. Because it was such a dumb idea. Quibi, no, was a, Quibi was a streaming service made with the intent to only make bite-sized content that you could only watch on your phone. And it could be watched either in portrait mode or um, landscape mode. It was filmed for both. All the, all the shows were epi- like 10-minute episodes so you could watch on your phone you know, on the bus or in line. Um, they got some big names, you know, famous people to make shows for these for for this service. They, you know, um, and um, nobody once thought that's YouTube. <laughs> you know, that's TikTok, that's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's what people do on their phones. Nobody wants to watch prestige television in ten-minute bites on their phone. I didn't know that, that that's what Quibi was for. When he first told me, I thought Quibi was just like a normal TV service. I've seen Quibi advertisements and shows for it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think... I saw all the commercials, too, and I never knew what it was until they shut down in October. They announced they were shutting down, and they've officially shut down now. Um, they, they launched in April, shut down, um, like, Dece- like, beginning of December, but I always saw commercials for Quibi stuff. I was like, what the fuck is Quibi? No one ever explained what it was. Not a single one of those commercials explained what it was. No, they just advertised a show that looked like a normal show. I know. Imagine having such a killer feature as to being able to watch a show in in uh, vertical orientation and not advertising for it. Yeah, that I mean, still wants to save them. Who doesn't want to watch all of their shows in vertical? Oh uh, yeah, especially when you have a phone that actually you know can go into landscaping mode like most modern phones. Imagine thinking, oh no. People don't have anything to do when they're on the bus or in line. They don't have anything to watch. We should make streaming service just for that. Okay, enough to... I feel like enough shitting on Quibi. I can't um, get enough shitting on Quibi. I think I'm going to put no. it on my tombstone. Quibi sucked. <laughs> this is the... Uh, the award show is supposed to be positive. Okay. Um, okay. Well, it is positive because they won... They, you know what? They, they won. They're winners, technically. They, they are. So, once more, round of applause for Quibi. Biggest waste of money. Whenever you hear that noise, that that ain't jerking off. That's us clapping. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get confused. Yeah. And the next award is a special award that uh, the Hunter Bishop Academy will give out once a year. It is called the Carl Weathers Award. Yes. This award um, is an honorary award that will be handed out each year to the performer who... Um, performed in a property where they had no business being in that property, didn't fit in, made no effort to fit in, yet somehow it still worked. Yeah. And now, with that being said, with it is our honor to present Carl Weathers for him playing himself in The Mandalorian with the inaugural Carl Weathers Award. Yes, give it up for it's Carl only Weathers. Right. It's only right. It's only right that uh, the man this award is named after is the first recipient of the yearly honorary Carl Weathers Award for not fitting into a franchise, yet still somehow it works. Carl it Weathers, does work, Mando. It, it does. Carl Weathers is in The Mandalorian, he's in Star Wars, and he's not trying to fit into Star Wars. And you think to yourself, Carl Weathers, why is he in Star Wars? It doesn't sound like it should work. And he makes no business trying to play a Star Wars character. He is playing Carl Weathers. <laughs> and and it it works. It's so good. I don't want Carl Weathers to play a Star Wars character. I want him to play Carl Weathers in Star Wars. That's why he yeah. is not only the first recipient of this honorary award, but the namesake. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Absolutely well deserved. Um, the next award is called the Late to the Party Award. And uh, this is our opportunity to give an award to something that didn't necessarily come out in 2020 but for whatever reason we didn't get around to it until 2020 right Mm -hmm. so every year this award will be given to whatever thing we watched or played that didn't come out in the year it's being awarded because some things you just don't get around to until it's too late and you think well if 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 i had played it or watched it you know that year it would have won the award maybe so we're giving it the award now. Mm-hmm. Um, the nominees, there's only two this year because it was a weird year. 
It was a weird. It was a weird year. Um, also, there was a lot of good news stuff. Exactly. But the the two things that uh, we didn't get around to until this year were Pop Star Never Stop Stopping and Peaky Blinders. And the winner is Peaky Blinders. Congratulations yeah. to Peaky Blinders. Um, there was no new season this year, but it was the first year that I watched it, and it's just fantastic. Next year, The Witcher will be on the list, because you bet your ass I'll be watching The Witcher. Yeah, you better. Although, I think Season 2 is next year, so I don't think it would count for Late to the Party. Well, like, Season 1 might count, right? That's true. Although, unless... Are we giving it... I, I guess, yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll see. You know what? That's for future Matt, Jonah, and Hunter to figure out. Exactly. We can't be having some discussions... That's like talking about the Oscars next year, right at like the next best movies coming out this year. Yeah. When right after the Oscars. That's like it's absurd. You know, that's like oh yeah, well the Oscars are over. You know, they just ended ten minutes ago. Can't wait till next year when Cats wins. <laughs> and then you know, one year later comes and who's the idiot? You are. <laughs> anyway. Okay, here we are, into best soundtrack slash score. This is um, this is the category where it is an un- it's a, it has an umbrella under all three ca- categories: games, movies, TV. Yep. Yes. Um, um, best soundtrack slash score. So it could be an original score, could be um, a soundtrack as a whole. Um, but whichever one had the best, it could be a game, movie, or TV. This isn't. This is all encompassing. What is the best soundtrack of all three mediums? Now, the nominees this year are The Mandalorian, Soul, Eurovision, Doom Eternal, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Last of Us 2, and Call of the Sea. And the winner is... Sackboy, a big adventure. Round of applause for Sackboy. Maybe a surprise, but maybe not. If you have played this game. If you've played the game, it's probably not a surprise. Because, listen, every single one of these nominees is absolutely deserving. Okay? Um, Soul, incredible soundtrack. Absolutely amazing. If this was just film soundtracks, it would probably win. You know, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, magical soundtrack as well. But there's just something so great about Sackboy's soundtrack. It's a perfect melding of original songs, of of um, licensed songs, and then there's also the trifecta of a lot of levels also have, as the background music, they've taken a real licensed song and turned it into, like, background soundtrack music. That sounds pretty sick, actually. Right? So some levels have just an original song. Some levels have real songs turned into, like, soundtrack score-type music. And some levels have licensed music, and the entire level of those, like, those levels are all synchronized to the music. There's an Uptown Funk level. There's a David Bowie level. There's a Jungle uh, Boogie level. There's a Britney Spears level. It's 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 so delightful, and uh, even the even the 
non-licensed soundtrack levels are so delightful. It's a delightful soundtrack, and uh, the way it's used and the way it enhances the level design is the reason this is the winner. I trust you, because I did not play this game, so I, I had to trust you, and, um, well, yeah. you are... Me and Hunter played it. You and Hunter are um, both men of many cultures. Yeah, well, because me, me and Hunter both have a PS5. Jonah does not. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't get my hands on one. Still probably can't. You will eventually. I'm, I will. I will. Patience is a virtue. That's what Mama always says. Yeah. That's what Captain America says. Yeah, Cap. That's America. Sorry. I just always... That comes to mind whenever you say Captain America now. That's America's ass. Oh, I thought you were going to do your Captain America thing that you did. Oh, we it's there. Captain America. <laughs> okay. Um, that that ends it for the miscellaneous categories. Now we're on to gaming. Gaming. Exciting. So for the first time in a very long time, you're going to hear gaming awards being given out by someone not named Jeff. Is that who gave it out? Yeah. Every year. Oh. He's the host. Oh, he's always the host. Yeah. Not only did he make the award show, he hosts the award show. <laughs> he's like, it's my award show. I'm going to host it too. Yeah. Um, well. Anyway, I like Jeff, but um, sometimes there's too much of him. That's fair. Anyway, the first uh, category for gaming is best community support. And the nominees are Destiny 2. Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Apex Legends. And the winner is... Real Nailbiter. Destiny 2. Finally. A, uh... You know, during the Game Awards, they gave it to Fall Guys. That's a fucking joke. Yeah. Give me a break. Don't get me wrong. Fall Guys has a great social media account, but that's not community support. No. Destiny 2, Bungie, um, they're very active on the subreddit. They always have their weekly blog posts discussing the state of the game and updates and content. And um, even when they don't put things in the game that we ask for, they're always listening, and you know they're always listening. Yeah. And that's a sign of great community support. Yes. Even though what they do, not always. Yeah. Not every request is, is not every request is fulfilled, because sometimes their vision is just no, we're we're gonna do this. This is what we want. <laughs> it's it is their game after all, and you know they're entitled to that. But you, no matter what, they're always listening. Mm-hmm. And that is what truly matters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but still, it's it's a it's a big part of. Uh, it's nice to know that people are listening when you have complaints. Yeah. Okay, next next category. Best art style. A lot of great, beautiful games this year. Beautiful games. And the nominees this year, 2020, Hunter Bishop, Best Art Style. The Journey B- to the Savage Planet. Bishop Awards. Bishop Awards, yeah, the that's bish- what I said. The Bishops. The Bishops. The Bishops. Now, best art style, Journey to the Savage Planet, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Hades, Ghost of Tsushima. Have to say it like that every time. Yep. 
Call of the Sea, and Immortals, Phoenix Rising. And the winner. See, that's, you hear that? That's me opening my... Uh... Envelope? Yeah. Did it sound anything like an envelope? Um, it sounded like something. I'm glad it was the envelope. What did it sound like? <laughs> like some sort of fart or something? I'm just... Let's just... I'm glad it was the envelope, and I'm glad you specified okay. it was the envelope. Okay. Okay. I won't do it again. Um... <laughs> I mean, you have to open the envelopes. Yeah, I have to open it, but uh, I won't put it up to the mic so people can hear it. Yeah. Um... The winner for Best Art Style is Ghost of Tsushima. Congratulations to Ghost of Tsushima. Beautiful game, beautiful art style. It's one Ghost of, of Tsushima. Beautiful games I've ever played. Showing that you can make a next-gen game on a current console, Cyberpunk. I think you're supposed to cough right? when you're saying Cyberpunk there. I think that's one of the... <laughs> cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's better. All right. And the next category is Best Story. And the nominees are Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Tell Me Why, Mafia Definitive Edition, Hades, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Call of the Sea, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. Another nail biter. We got a lot of nail yeah. biters. I gotta say, we're, we're very good at picking nominees. Yeah, I, I, I pat ourselves on the back. Give it, give it a nice pat. Yeah. Everybody, just, just you, you should respect our nominees. Pause the podcast right now and go leave us a five star review and just say great yeah. at picking nominees, and then come yeah. back. Actually, you don't even have to pause the podcast. I think you can still listen to it while giving the review. But if you can't, pause yeah. it and then come back. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and the winner is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Well-deserved. 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 Everybody, round of applause. Amazing game. Um, short but sweet. Excellent story. Excellent depiction of Miles. Um, excellent, uh, excellent use of the villain Tinkerer. They took a B-tier villain at best and, uh, turned them into a, a... one of the best uh, Spider-Man villains I've ever I've ever seen. That's good because I didn't know who the Tinkerer was. Yeah. But you know what? You do after you play Miles Morales. That's for sure. Well, they completely even like they completely like um, redid the Tinkerer and who the Tinkerer is and they're like their origin. They pulled a Mister Freeze basically. Um, okay. But uh, it, much like Mister Freeze in Batman the Animated Series, it absolutely works and this should become the ca- the comic book canon version of the tinkerer <laughs> that's how good it was that's how good it is okay okay absolutely amazing game short but sweet cried a couple times is it oh yeah that's a sign of a good game let me tell you yeah i you... think i think i just i just rewatched uh into the spider-verse yesterday okay so, um, so. amazing movie second best spider-man movie i love that movie i love it too i'm not gonna lie I think Miles Morales, the game, is a better Miles Morales story. Wow. That's that's bold. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it won Best Story. Okay. Well, I feel like any good award gaming award show, at least, will have this ca- next category, Best Indie Game. Yes. It is... It should be... It is criminal if you do not include indie games indie studios because they are the backbone of the gaming community they are 
And a lot of the times, um, indie games is where you're going to find the true innovation in gaming. And a lot of times, you're going to find that indie games are better than most AAA games. Mm, especially nowadays. Uh, yeah. Phoning it in. I, it's, I hate to say it, but yes, it is true. A lot of AAA uh, games are phoning it in. Yeah. But this year was no exception to the great indie game list. We had to narrow it down, though. Uh, thanks to Matt because he plays everything. Yes. Um, Me and Hunter play so much collectively. Yeah. Collectively, you guys are on top of everything. I play everything. Hunter plays everything. What he doesn't get around to, usually I've I've played it, and if I haven't gotten around to it, he's played it. And sometimes Jonah has also played it. Yeah, more so this year because I have more uh, cash flow, so yeah. to speak. So. Anyway, let's get on to the nominees. Yeah. First, for Best Indie Game 2020, Temtem, Hypercharge, Unbox. That game, we still need to play that game, by the way. It's really fun. You should get it. <laughs> um, Carry On, Spirit, Spitfair, Spiritfair, Hades, and Call of the Sea. And the winner for Best Indie Game 2020, The Bishop Goes to... Hades. Congratulations to Hades. As great as the other games were, was was this ever in doubt? I'm not gonna lie. After I played Call of the Sea, um, I was debating. Hunter played Call of the Sea, right? And he was raving about it. So then I played it. Yeah. And and um, I'm not gonna lie. After I played it, I was debating. I had a I'm, serious I'm debate because... with my. I I had a serious debate with myself. I think Hunter. As much as he raved about Call of the Sea, still picked like still unanimously picked Hades for this category, but I was second guessing. I know, I know. Hunter uh, was saying that Hades was like the should have won best game of the year at the Game Awards. Yeah. But alas, Last of Us Part Two. But that that's their awards. This is our award, so so uh, we'll get it right. Yeah, these are more important awards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best multiplayer. Best multiplayer. Mm -hmm. And remember, this can be PvP or co-op PvE, as long as it's a good multiplayer experience. Couch or online. That's right. Although, this year it's a lot of online because nobody could be on a couch. <laughs> I mean, Or you, you shouldn't be. You could, but it wouldn't... It, yeah. It's against COVID protocol. Um, or you get yelled at by Tom Cruise. Mm. Anyway, uh, and the nominees are Temtem, Valorant, Rogue Company, Among Us, Destiny 2, World of Warcraft, Apex Legends, Fall Guys. And the bishop goes to Among Us. This game is taking the internet by storm. Yeah, it is. Everything that Fall Guys did, this has extended that like months after it's become popular. Oh, absolutely. I think it was... I'm, I'm pretty sure... I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, somebody. I read that this was the most... Among Us was the most searched game on Google in 2020. I'm not surprised. Because the amount of crossovers, like your favorite streamer or content creator 
has played this with another person's favorite, like your second favorite content creator, which you thought would never happen. AOC, crazy. AOC played this game. Yeah. Jag, is, Jagmeet Singh played this game. It is it is reached every sing, it, it is transcended gaming because it is for everybody. Boris Johnson what? played this game. Did he? What no. the fuck? <laughs> he might have privately, he didn't publicly, but everybody played this game, so he probably did. Okay. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. With the other cabinet ministers of Britain. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. The Queen and the Royal Family played Among Us. Yeah. But they it's game night session. They made the their own family. they made their own custom rule set, medieval style. Imposter gets executed for realsy. <laughs> I guess that's why I haven't seen Prince Harry in a while. Okay. Next uh, category is best racing game. The the nominees, the the category nominees. The nominees are Mario Kart Live, Dirt 5, F1 2020, Hot Shot Racing, and the Bishop for best racing game goes to Hot Shot Racing. Congratulations to Hot Shot Racing. Congratulations, Hot Shot Racing. Wonderful game if you haven't played it. It's a complete replica of 90s style Sega arcade racing games. Some of the best. Um, even the same polygonal graphics as like a PS1 game. Fantastic. Fantastic game. Well deserved. Well, well deserved. deserved. And the next category is best sports. Best sports game. The nominees are EA Sports, UFC 4, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2, MLB The Show 20, and FIFA 21. I'm going to be honest. This one's not so much of a nail-biter. The bishop no. goes to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. You had me in the first. No. The, that, obviously, um, you, you got to think that some of these nominees are just there because they needed space. To be fair, UFC 4 was pretty good for a while. Yeah, it was, for sure, until you your game froze. Yeah, until my game ran into a um, game-breaking glitch. Yeah. Just test your shit, EA. And then they added uh, mid-to-game advertisements and pissed everybody off. Yep. And always, a good, always a good sign to piss off your whole community. Yeah. And FIFA is FIFA. And MLB The Show is good, but come on, it's Tony Hawk. Yeah. When you have an opportunity to award Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you award Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> That's just the rules of life. No, I know. Okay. Next award. Best Shooter. The nominees are Doom Eternal, Valorant, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, quite the mouthful, Rocket Arena, Rogue Company, and Iron Man VR. And the bishop goes to Doom Eternal. Congratulations, Doom Eternal. Ripping and Doom tearing Eternal. its way into our hearts. Mm-hmm. Good. I, I never played this game, but you and Hunter have, so. Yes. Yes, we have. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Are you going to admit each time you haven't played one of the games that wins? Um, I'll stop doing that. 
imagine if we had uh, if imagine if we had four people on the committee and then you and the other person also didn't play them and then it would be a tie. Yeah, but like, what am I? Because it would like, be me the, and Hunter who have played being like Doom should win, and then you and the other person. Well, we didn't play Doom, so Doom shouldn't win. What would we have yeah, done? It it would it would be hard, but you know sometimes I say, listen, Doom Eternal is has got so much praise. It's Doom. I just gotta assume, and I feel like eventually I'll play Doom. So because I Game Pass greatest deal on on in video gaming right now. I know we didn't do a news uh, thing today, but since you bring up Game Pass, I read this week that uh, apparently Ubisoft Plus might also become bundled in with Game Pass. Jesus Christ. Fuck, man. At, at this point, I'm sorry, if you have an Xbox or a PC and don't have Game Pass, what are you doing with your life? Honestly. Greatest greatest investment, greatest spent, like money spent in video gaming right now is Game Pass. Yeah. Um... Okay, the next category, best live service game. And the nominees are Destiny 2, Apex Legends, Genshin Impact, Fortnite, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and World of Warcraft. And the bishop goes to World of Warcraft. Congratulations. Shadowlands comes out this year. Yeah, and it came out. No, no, I know Shadowlands came out came this year. Out. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, it came um, out. It came out this past year, 2020. Um, excellent expansion. Um, very well, very well received across the board from all of the World of Warcraft fandom, all of the player base. Um, all of these games had great content this year. Um, but uh, they all had caveats. Uh, World of Warcraft, just just without a hitch. You know, Blizzard just knows how to make good expansions. Yeah. They just they just know what they're fucking doing. Well, they've been doing it since 2004. Yeah. And it shows. It's still a massive game. And. And they don't even have to delete any zones. Yeah. Destiny 2. Fuck you. Um, sorry. I didn't mean to. I love you, Destiny, but come on. I both love and hate you, Destiny. Yeah, same here. It's a love-hate relationship. Okay. Next category is Best RPG. And the nominees are Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Minecraft Dungeons, Wasteland 3, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, and the bishop goes to Wasteland 3. Congratulations to Wasteland 3. Congratulations. Yes. people. I know people are very angry right now. How could you not give that award to Final Fantasy VII Remake? I'll tell you how we didn't. Because we played Wasteland 3, and it is much better. <laughs> That's how we didn't give it to Final Fantasy VII. Because Wasteland 3 is a better RPG. Here at the Bishop Awards, I feel like it's hard to give something a remake an award i don't think it's necessarily hard to give a remake an award because it's, that's the true we gave tony hawk pro yeah, skater like an it's award. built from the ground up and it still holds up compared you know obviously we nominated it right because it it it's built from the ground up it's a new game basically um and uh, it holds up next to its contemporaries unfortunately um wasteland 3 is a better rpg Mm-hmm. 
the quests are deeper um the choices are 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 amazing the choice and consequences in the game are are outstanding um it, it's a it's it's a classic rpg with modern um tactical combat mechanics best rpg of the year that's why it won so yell at us all you want about final fantasy 7 it's not going to change the fact that at the bishop awards it's a loser congratulations to wasteland 3 well deserved i still want you to get into that so we can play a co-op uh playthrough okay you can do that yeah you can oh wow after gears 5 yeah we got so many co-op games to play now oh hunter's texting me oh shit what is he saying he is saying when you're done recording help me write my apology tweet Okay. 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 Um, I don't think he needs to write an apology tweet. Um, but we'll we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Okay. And the next category is best platformer. And the nominees are Ori and the Will of the Wisps, SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and Sackboy, A Big Adventure. And the bishop goes to Ori and the Will-O-The-Wisps. Congratulations. I love a great platformer. Oh, so do I. Um, Nothing. I think, honestly, uh, platformers, both 2D and 3D, are in my top five video game genres. Yeah, definitely. It's some of the purest, yeah, like fun you could have. Yeah, I think I I usually lean slightly more towards 3D platformers just because that's what I grew up with. But I love me a good 2D platformer, um, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps is as good as you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful game, absolutely mesmerizing. If you haven't played either of the Ori games, go do it. They're on Xbox Game Pass and also available on Nintendo Switch. Now, next category. Best Action Adventure. The nominees are... Half-Life Alex, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Mafia Definitive Edition, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and The Bishop, Goes to stacked category. Very stacked. Ghost of Tsushima. Congratulations to Ghost of Tsushima. Very well. Not only a beautiful game. Beautiful game, amazing to play. Um, Slicing up three enemies in a row and killing them instantly in a standoff is one of the most badass, fun things you'll ever do in a video game. The best way to get to a video gamer's heart, make them feel like an absolute badass. Yeah. Um, the world is beautiful to explore. It's a beautiful adventure. The action is exquisite. And that's why it won Best Action Adventure. Gotta love it. Yep. Okay, the next category. Best Adventure Game. 
The nominees are Journey to the Savage Planet, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Tell Me Why, Spiritfarer, Temtem, and Call of the Sea. And the bishop goes to Call of the Sea. Congratulations, Call of the Sea. Congratulations to Call of the Sea. The Definitely absolute, deserved. Yes, the absolute best pure adventure game of the year. Absolutely deserved it. I'm glad that the, this you I haven't played it, but uh, everything you tell me about it makes me think, yeah, this needed to get something, you know. Yeah, um, Hunter raved about it and recommended it to me. That's why I played it, and I've been raving about it um, as well. This is a wonderful, um, just pure adventure game, first person, uh, much like Myst back in the day, the classic. If you've ever played Myst, but if you like games like that or um, Firewatch, What Remains of Edith Finch, those types of games, you'll love this. Um, it's, it's on the surface you'll think it's kind of a walking simulator, um, although I don't really like that term. But it's it's much more because the the actual puzzles that you have to solve are fantastic. Um, some of the best puzzles I've ever played in a game. Perfect difficulty balance where um, you don't feel like an idiot when you can't solve them, but when you do solve them, you feel like an actual adventurer. Exquisite story. Best adventure game of the year. Call of the Sea. Congratulations. Round of applause. Just a quick pause. Can you hear my uh, dog in the background? No, I cannot. Okay, she's making some, uh, she's having some dog nightmares. Okay. Well, on that. Just wasn't sure. Well, I cannot hear them. I don't know if the listeners can, but if I can't, I'm sure the listeners can't. But anyway, everybody, if you can, go play Call of the Sea. It's on Xbox and PC, free on Game Pass. Just another reason to get Game Pass, so you can play Call of the Sea, our Bishop winner for Best Adventure. That's right. Now, next category is the Best Action. The nominees are Doom Eternal, Gears Tactics, Hades, Avengers, Maneater, Destroy All Humans. And the winner for the 2020 Bishop Award Best Action goes to Hades. Oh, Hades. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely deserving. Congratulations to Hades. Sweeping up all the categories. Oh, yeah. Amazing game, amazing action, amazing combat. Best combat of the year, bar none. Speak, you know, speaking of adventure, Avengers, I have to download that game, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got to play as Kate Bishop, man. She's so fun. I know, dude. Gosh, so many games to play. I know. Okay. Stop playing Destiny and play some of these other ones. <laughs> I know. Okay, and the next category is Best Performance. This is a stacked category. It is a stacked category. The nominees for Best Performance in a Video Game. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Najee Jeter as Miles Morales in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Sandra Saad as Kamala Khan in Avengers. Nolan North as as Ghost, impersonating Drifter in Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Andrew Bongiorno 
Bongiorno. Andrew Bongiorno. Sure. Sorry for any mispronunciations. We don't be net. Yeah. That's We're my all humans. fault. That's my fault. Hey. It's okay. I was thinking about pizza while I was reading his name, so I mixed up his name with uh with the you know the joke it's not delivery. It's to sure now. Yeah. Jokes on you, I'm always thinking about pizza. Yeah. Uh anyway, Andrew uh Bongiorno as Tommy Angelo in Mafia Definitive Edition. Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Sissy Jones as Nora Everhart in Call of the Sea. And Daniel Matmore as Zeus in Immortals Phoenix Rising. This is a nail biter. It really is. Could go to anyone. All great games, all great actors. Yes. Um, all terrific performances. But there can only be one. And the bishop for best video game performance goes to Sandra Saad as Kamala Khan in Avengers. That's going to be a controversial one for a lot of people. Their Avengers might have been a an iffy game up in like mixed reviews all around yes. but there's one thing that was that was said throughout and that was Sandra Sod's performance. Yes. Say what you will about some of the repetitiveness of the game. Say what you will about the bugs and glitches that there was at launch. Say what you will about all the problems. What you cannot say about Avengers is that the story is bad. And what you cannot say about Avengers is that Sandra Sod's performance as Kamala Khan was not anything less than terrific because this woman portrayed a character who let's face it many of us either did not know or did not care about and not only did she make us care about Kamala Khan not only did she personify who this character is she made us excited for her debut in the MCU not only that many of us will be comparing the MCU version to Sandra Saad's portrayal. And uh, that's the highest compliment one can receive when portraying a Marvel character. Exactly. Excellent performance. So, Well-deserved. Round of applause. Bishop Award winner. Yeah. Can't can't disagree with that. Now, the big one for the game... For the games... Sorry, I forgot the S because my brain sometimes doesn't work. That's fine. It's a it's an exciting night. Adrenaline's flowing. It is. It really is. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Hunter, once again. I wish you were here. We all but I'm do. glad I could. I can do it with Matt. Because I love that man. Matt is a great man. I am. You are. Now, Game of the Year 2020 Hunter Bishop Awards. The nominees are Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Half-Life, Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. And the winner for Game of the Year 2020, the Hunter Bishop Award goes to Hades. Game of the year, Hades. Let's give a round of applause for that. Round of applause for Hades. Game of the year. The best game that released in 2020. A lot of stiff competition. Only one could win. 
and Hades was absolutely deserving of the win. Absolutely. It was the best, absolute best portrayal, example of all that gaming is and can be. A perfect melding of story and interactivity and gameplay mechanics. Amazing combat, amazing art style, amazing soundtrack. Everything about it is amazing. Well, 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 well deserved, motherfuckers. It rewards you for failing. <laughs> it rewards you for succeeding. Everything you do in it has a purpose, and everything you do in it makes you, as a player, fulfilled. Well deserved. Game of the year. Round of applause, game of the year. And that does it for the gaming categories. Mm -hmm. Now it's time that we get into the television categories. This is uh, television. Yeah. Definitely n not affected by COVID this year because there was a lot of great shows. A lot of great shows. Um, yeah. Um, these are all the shows that we watched that came out this year with new episodes yep so if 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 you watch it this year right but there wasn't a new season that was released in 2020 doesn't count it had to have new episodes in 2020 to be eligible so these are all shows that had new episodes in 2020 okay first category best action adventure series the nominees are the Magicians, The Umbrella Academy, The Mandalorian, Star Wars The Clone Wars, His Dark Materials, Altered Carbon, Lock and Key, and The Bishop Goes to The Mandalorian. Round of applause. Now, second season better than the first season? What, are you, what is your opinion? Absolutely. I think take away episode two, and this is a perfect season of television. Yeah. I think as close as one can get. I think there was... Really. This season of The Mandalorian had a streak of episodes, starting at like episode four, where the episode was so amazing, and you thought, oh, that was incredible. There's no way they can top that. And then the next episode, they topped that. And they continued to do that until the finale. Yeah, and if you are a fan of Star Wars, and you did not jizz your pants or cream your pants for all you female Star Wars fans out there, then um, there's something wrong with you. There really is. I hate to, uh, to 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 say that, but come on, man, it's true. Yeah, such such a good series. Um, Filoni and Favreau. Know, know exactly what they're doing. And, uh, God, they understand Star Wars. True visionaries. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. Now, best drama series. Yeah, that's right. We're doing best drama before comedy because that this is the Bishop Awards. We do what we want. Yeah. We do whatever. We do what we want. <laughs> best drama series. The nominees are Ozark, Better Call Saul, 
The Boys, Lovecraft Country, Fargo, The Flight Attendant, and the bishop goes to The Boys. Oh, The Boys. Oh, what can we say that we haven't already said? Yeah, for all the you people that that were review bombing it because of the uh, not coming out in one fell swoop, shame on you. And you people are idiots, okay? First yeah. of all, I'm just going to say this right up front. TV shows are better when they're weekly releases. Excuse me? TV shows are better when it's a weekly release. Yep. Yeah. I said it. And I'm That's just I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that all the Marvel shows coming to Disney Plus will also be weekly releases. Yeah, did anyone complain about Mandalorian being a weekly release? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. Did you look forward to every Friday? Yes. When Mandalorian came out? Yes, I fucking I think so. Yeah. Let's us talk about it all week. Yeah. Instead of half the people binge watch it in a day half the people binge watch it in three days some people take their time with it and you're like well nobody can discuss it properly even when you take your time with a show that gets released in one fell swoop it's still like yeah I watched that show in a week or two weeks it's like that's yeah. so fast yeah everybody's on different schedules so you can't talk about it properly spoilers are out the day spoilers for the whole season are at the day of and then you know a week after it's released nobody's talking about it anymore despite how good yeah. it may be right people were talking about the boys and people were talking about the mandalorian for eight weeks people are still talking about mandalorian yeah because when you watch an episode and then have to wait for the next episode the events of that episode stay with you yeah Anyway, congratulations to the boys. Absolutely deserved it. What a season. Mm-hmm. What a mind-blowing, head-popping season. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Fresca. Fuck Fresca. I take it back. <laughs> Actually, Fres- Fresca is refreshing and delicious. Yeah. Just had to say that yeah. for all you fans out there. Okay, best comedy series. The nominees are Ted Lasso. Upload, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, Schitt's Creek, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Mythic Quest. And the bishop goes to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Eleven seasons in, still hasn't lost a fucking beat. Is it eleven? I thought it was ten. Ted seasons in, still hasn't lost a beat. No, it has not. And and this season, I think, was one of the best ones. I do. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, that's why it won. Best comedy. Larry David, it, up to his old antics of pissing people off and saying things that most of the viewers agree with. Was this the year with the uh, where he opens up the coffee shop? Yep, the Spite Store. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, this this season oh, was so good. The Spite Store. My god. Okay. And what a this season, what a payoff that was at the end. It really was. Where all other celebrities copied his idea and opened up Spite Stores. I know. I the, some of the celebrities that you see in that those episode that episode is great great fun. Oh. 
Sean Penn's cameo is still one of the funniest cameos I've ever seen in a show. Jonah Hill, Mila Kunis. Oh, they're all so great. God, it, it feels like it was a year ago. I know. Like years. When we were when we were picking the nominees, I was like, can we nominate Curb? Because I wasn't sure. Because I thought it came out like last year. And then I and then me and Hunter found out, no, no, it came out this year. It came out in January. I, I it it seems like ages ago. Yeah, 2020 time moved differently, but uh, yeah. best comedy, Curb Your Enthusiasm. If you're not sold, just know that there's a scene in this season where Sean Penn opens up a bird store and says that it's really helped him calm down, and then he immediately tells the birds to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and. Classic Sean Penn style. Okay. And if that doesn't convince you that this was the best comedy of the year, I don't know. I don't know what will. Maybe John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah. yeah. What a beautiful man. That Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. What? A... I, I, every time I see a new Skip the Dishes commercial with John Hamm in it, I just get so excited. I listen. I hate commercials. I'm excited when Skip the Dishes commercials come on. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's Uber Eats Canada edition, basically. Yeah, we have and... we have Uber Eats also, but we also have Skip the Dishes. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Americans do have Skip the Dishes. I don't even know. Yeah, who knows? Because I don't know. It, if if Skip the Dishes was only Canadian, how in God's name did they get John Hamm? I don't know, dude. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Best supporting actress. It's the next category. The nominees are Julia Garner as Ruth Langmore in Ozark. It's just Julie. Oh, Julie? Yeah. Can't you read? I, it's, it's written. It's written very clearly with an e at the end. Yeah, it is. It is. I I, I read over. I glanced over it because I'm so excited. Come on, Jonah. We got to respect our nominees. Julie Garner as Ruth Langmore in Ozark. I'm so sorry. Please don't fire me. It's Langmore. Ruth Wilson. I said Langmore. You didn't said I? you said Langmore. Oh, sorry. I, I meant to say Langmore. I'm not that stupid. Leia or Ortega. Leia or Ortega. Let's let's put those on the list, boys. <laughs> Ruth Wilson as Miss Coulter in His Dark Materials. Summer Bischel as Margot Hansen in The Magicians. Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian. Aya Cash as Stormfront in The Boys. Allegra Edwards as Ingrid in Upload. And the winner for Best Supporting Actress at the 2020 Bishop Awards goes to Julie Garner as Ruth Langmore. More in Ozark. <laughs> round of applause. Round of applause for getting the name right this time. Yes. No, round of applause for the winner. Yeah, that too. Julie Garner. Excellent performance and an excellent show. Yeah. I gotta get on to that. I, I, everyone talks about Ozark. It's so good. I don't know why. And each season I, gets better. Jason Bateman, such a beautiful man. He is. Anyway, best supporting actor. The nominees are Chase Crawford as the Deep in The Boys, Hale Appleman as Elliot in The Magicians, Giancarlo Esposito as Everyone in Everything. But more specifically, um, as Gus Fring, Stan Edgar, and Moff Gideon. 
Yeah. In Better Call Saul, The Boys, and The Mandalorian. Basically, every villain on on every show that you like. <laughs> Tom Pelfrey as Ben Davis in Ozark. John Hamm as John Hamm in Curb Your Enthusiasm. And Bill Burr as Miggs Mayfeld in The Mandalorian. And the bishop goes to... Giancarlo Esposito as everyone in everything. So well deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. He was so good in everything. We couldn't even narrow it down. Yeah, he was just, he's so good, man. I very much look forward to everything he is a part of. I question how he has not yet been cast as a James Bond villain or a Marvel villain. Honestly, it's just a matter of time. It really is. I he is so good at portraying any type of villain, menacing villains, charming villains, menacing and charming villains, villains that you absolutely hate, villains that you love, villains that you love to hate. This guy is this guy is our generation's Gary Oldman. <laughs> I, I I love the man is a true treasure. He is. And well, well deserved award. Well deserved Thank award, you. Giancarlo Esposito. Keep the hits coming, my man. Please, please do. Far Cry, looking forward to you. I'm only buying it because of him. Same here, actually. Yeah. Really, really, truly, like same. I think we said this on the podcast before, but you know, after five, five was okay, but I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with Far Cry. And then uh, I saw that uh, I saw that trailer where he was the villain. I was like, okay, I'm not done with Far Cry. Yeah, maybe one more. Yeah, just one more. Okay, now, Best Actress in a Comedy. The nominees are Andy Allo as Nora in Upload, Catherine O'Hara as Moira Rose in Schitt's Creek, Kaylee... Cuoco. Cuoco, is that how you say it? Yes, I learned that today. Cuoco as Harley Quinn in Harley Quinn. Ashley Birch as Rachel in Mythic's Quest. Shout out Tony Tino. Um, the, and the, Kate Bishop. And does she play Kate Bishop? Yeah. Good on oh, shit. Now I really need to play. Uh, <laughs> she she plays a lot of characters in games. She's also Chloe Price in Life is Strange. Jesus Christ. And the winner of the sorry straight face, Jenna. The Bishop Award for Best Actress in a Comedy goes to Andy Allo as Nora in Upload. Congratulations. Yeah, loved Upload. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, love that show. So, I, I wish like that shit was like real life. Would you kill yourself to go into an Upload world? I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't kill myself, but I'd be less afraid of dying. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Provided I was rich. Yeah, that's true. Or had a rich girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, would you... Ingrid's pretty hot, right? Yeah. Would you be mad if she... But she's such a cunt. I don't know. It's such a great show. Such a great... If you haven't watched it, go I, listen, watch it. Listen, I'm Team Nora all the way. I, I know, I know. She, she's, she's pretty fucking awesome, too. Yeah. But she doesn't pay the bills, you know? True. Okay. 
Well, you know, hopefully, maybe in the future they can finally figure out how to download. Hopefully. Yeah. Not end up like Creed. Was that Creed? That was Creed. I had no fucking idea. What the hell? Yeah. Jesus Christ. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Anyway, best actor in a comedy. The nominees are Larry David as Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Robbie Amell as Nathan Brown in Upload. Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso in Ted Lasso. Andy Samberg as Jake Peralta in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the Bishop Award goes to Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso in Ted Lasso. Round of applause. What a great performance. When this, when he first started doing this, he was a, it was like a joke for, uh, I can't remember. Well, I'm pretty sure this character originated in television commercials. It was a commercial. Yeah. It was like a long, elongated commercial for. He was like the coach. He was like the coach for Tottenham, um, which I found close to home because Tottenham's my favorite English team. But but a show, a television show based on a commercial should not work. But it does. It does, and it does so spectacularly. And it all rests on the shoulder of of this performance. He's just such a humble, lovable man. He's so nice and likable. He really is. Everybody he, he Everybody should be like Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't watched the whole season, but uh, look forward to the rest of the episodes. Yeah. Okay, next category. Best Actress in a Drama. The nominees are Laura Linney as Wendy Bird in Ozark. Said that right this time? Yes, you did. Round of applause for Jonah. Kelly Cuoco has Cassie Bowen in The Flight Attendant. Said that right? Yes. Round of applause for Jonah. You struggled a bit, but you got through it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it it takes a little bit of time to... Uh... Okay. Ray Seahorn as Kim Wexler in Better Call Saul. Did I say that one? How did you say it? Ray Seahorn? I believe it's Rhea. Rhea. Rhea C. Fuck. Ah, oh, so close. Two for three. Two for three. Okay. Uh, Journey Smollett as Letty Lewis in Lovecraft Country. And Aaron Morarty as Annie slash Starlight in The Boys. And the bishop for Best Actress in a Drama goes to... Laura Linney as Wendy Bird in Ozark. Congratulations to Laura Linney. This was a, this was a good category... Um, but, uh, Laura Linney, I, um, she's just better than every other woman on television. <laughs> Hell, she's better than most men on television. Is that so? Yeah. You would know. Another if, reason if you, to watch Ozark. You would know if you watched Ozark like me and Hunter. No, I know. Maybe after all these acting accolades that they're getting from this and other, other things. Yeah. Okay. Next category. Best Actor in a Drama. The nominees are Anthony Starr as Homelander in The Boys. Carl Urban as Billy Butcher in The Boys. Pedro Pascal as Mando in The Mandalorian. Bob Odenkirk as Jimmy McGill in Better Call Saul. 
Jason Bateman as Marty Bird in Ozark, and Jonathan Majors as Atticus Freeman in Lovecraft Country. And the Bishop Award goes to Jason Bateman as Marty Bird. Round of applause. This really could have gone to anybody. I would have been happy with anybody. Same here, but you know what? There's just something about Jason Bateman. You know, Ozark, he's, he's very good, and it's so against type. Really is. Actor in a drama. You ever feel like he was going to win that in his lifetime? I, I No, but I also never thought he would uh, win uh, Best Director. That's true. That's true. Um, I also never thought um, I would see him in a drama. That is also true. Comedy drama at best. I never thought I'd see him in a, in a crime drama like this, but he's so very good. And um, for once, um, he, he is not just playing, you know, Jason Bateman with funny reactions to things. <laughs> you know, he's not just playing Jason Bateman. It's not just Jason Bateman has funny reactions to wacky antics going around around him. It's it, this is this is acting, my man. And it's very good acting. Very proud of him. Yes. I don't even know. I don't know him personally, but I'm still proud of him. I'm very proud of him as well. Okay. I feel like I feel bad for like the big award. Maybe you should say this, the next award. No, it's okay. You can say this. I'll say best picture. Okay. No matter what. Okay. Now it's the big award for TV. It's best series. This is cumulative of all the other categories. Let's go, baby. Best series. The nominees are The Boys, The Magicians, His Dark Materials, The Mandalorian, Ozark, The Umbrella Academy, Better Call Saul, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Upload. And the winner of the Hunter Bishop Award for Best Series 2020 goes to the boys round of applause for the boys absolute best show of the year best show of the year. this was such a nail biter it was between, i feel like any of these could have won it honestly well yeah and that's why they were nominated because any of them could have won yeah i feel like mandalorian might have taken the cake i think hunter and you said this too without episode two yeah hunter hunter um i disliked it the most out of all three of us yeah um, I thought it was still it was still good, but when Matt said, "Would it was it needed? Would it take away anything?" That's when I said, "You're right about that." Yeah, that's the thing with the boys. Every episode is strong, and and there's not a single disposable episode. No, so good. Yeah. God, what a okay. what a head popping season of television that was. What a what a my, it blew my mind. Oh, it really did. Every, you know, so much tension. You know, so much tension building. It's like you're being choked by a giant schlong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're on to the movie okay. categories. Yeah. Yes. And unlike the Oscars or the Golden Globes, we're much more inclusive with our movies. You'll never see a, a comedy or a action movie get nominated at those stuck-up awards, but at our awards, you will. That's right. Yes. Well, now, with that being said, Matt, let's get into the movies. Okay. First movie category. Best action adventure. Or action slash adventure. The nominees are 
bad boys for life. Extraction. Wonder Woman, 1984. Birds of Prey. And Enola Holmes. And the bishop goes to... Extraction. Round of applause. God, this movie. The perfect action movie. It almost rivals, like... Uh, maybe John Wick, the series, is a perfect action movie. Yeah, uh, I, I would say this isn't as good as the first John Wick, but it's the closest we've come to the first John Wick since the first John Wick. Yeah. And Well, the other John Wicks are unbelievable, too, but... Yes, this is true. Um, but this came out of nowhere. Uh, it yeah. rocked all of our worlds. What a... a I, we... Terrific action sequences. It's uh, More stuntmen need to become directors. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Really. Really uh, didn't expect this to be that good. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, and it is so good. Such great action scenes. There is a uh, there's a car chase in this movie that's filmed in the car, one long take, and it's truly, truly spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then immediately following this car, literally 10 seconds after this car chase is over, there's a, a terrific uh, hand-to-hand combat fight as well. Everything. Everything about this movie is it's so, so perfectly it's done. It's so good. Chris Hemsworth. Love that, man. Uh, every, every, He's more than just Thor. Oh, oh, absolutely. Everything about this movie is terrific. Such a terrific action movie. Exhilarating from start to finish. You legitimately care. It's not just like dumb action, disposable entertainment. You legitimately care about what's at stake and what his mission is. Yeah. I agree. Wholeheartedly, Matt. And that's why it's best action adventure. Slash adventure, yes. sorry. Yes. Next category, best drama. The nominees are Bad Education, The Midnight Sky, Mank, Minari, News of the World. And the bishop goes to Minari. Fuck you, Golden Globes. Fuck you, Golden Globes. That's right. You stupid foreign language rules. Um, this is an American movie. Yeah. This is made in America. It is an American movie. Every Everything about this movie is American except the language that the dialogue is in. So fuck you, Golden Globes, um, for refusing to acknowledge an amazing movie in the category that it should be acknowledged in. That's right. Fuck you, Golden Globes. Nari. Great drama about a Korean family who uh, buys a farm. (laughs) You made it sound so fun. Well, I mean, that's I'm trying to boil it down. Yeah, right? but like that's re- that's that's its basic premise. But there's lots of drama, family drama, you know, going on as well. Yeah. Now. Now then. Okay, best comedy. Best comedy movie. The nominees are Palm Springs. Bill and Ted Face the Music. Borat subsequent movie film. Soul, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Eurovision. And the Bishop Award goes to Palm Springs. 
What? How would you explain this movie? This movie is think of it as Groundhog Day if Bill Murray never got out of the time loop and then a woman entered the time loop. Hmm. Yeah, I still got I was going to watch this movie today. Still got to watch it. How many times have me and Hunter told you to watch this? A lot. And I, I see it advertising so much now because it's on Amazon Prime. It's so And I have no excuse. It's so good. It is such a great movie. It's on Amazon Prime in Canada. I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime. In, it's probably not on Amazon Prime in America. It's on Hulu. Um, this movie's so good, Jonah. You have to see it. It's it's. Actually, after this, after we watch, after we finish up this episode, I'm gonna watch it. I I would like you to, and then tell me how if you think it still should have won. Okay, I will. Okay. It's a deal. It's a deal. Yes, wonderful movie. Um. Don't be put off by thinking it's a rom com because it's kind of a rom com, but it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's Groundhog Day. Um, if someone else was with him and he never escaped. That's good. Yeah, like the movie starts off and Andy Samberg's already in that time loop. This is this movie. I like to describe it to people. Who ask this movie is, and I, I've heard other people describe it this way. This it, this movie is a sequel to a movie that never happened. Hmm. Right, because t- because you could have made a movie about Andy Samberg's character getting into this time loop. Yeah. Right. Okay. Very wonderful. Look forward to it after this after we finish recording. I look forward to it as well. I can't wait to message you at three in the morning. I'll tell you how it is. I'll probably still be awake. <laughs> okay. okay. Next category, Best Original Song. The nominees are Husevic, My Hometown, from Eurovision. Yaya Ding Dong, from Eurovision. Double Trouble, from Eurovision. Wuhan Flu, from Borat, subsequent movie film. Face the Music, from Bill and Ted, Face the Music. I wonder if Eurovision is going to win. Yeah, imagine being nominated three times and not winning. That would suck. Couldn't be. That would suck, wouldn't it? And the and the bishop for best original song goes to Husevic, My Hometown, from Eurovision. We got you in the first half, didn't we? <laughs> Round of applause. You know, when the Oscars come around and this isn't even nominated, shame on them. Shame this on better them. better be nominated. I don't care what kind of movie this is. I don't care what kind of movie this is. This is a beautiful song. It made me well up. It really did. It's such a beautiful song. It is. Oh, I love, I love this song. And just, I love this movie. And just think about this. We had it nominated against a song that saved the universe. Yeah, think of it like that. And it still beat Bill and Ted. That's how beautiful this song is. It, it really is. I love this song. Any other movie, it would be a shoo-in for best song at the Oscars. If this was a dramatic movie... Um, about the human condition, it would it would be a hundred percent locked to win at the Oscars. But because this movie's a comedy, who knows if it'll even get nominated? Honestly. But that doesn't matter because it won the Bishop, which is the most important award it could win. Yeah. Yeah. Next category: Best Director. Nominees are. 
Kathy Yan for Birds of Prey. Sam Hargrave for Extraction. David Fincher for Mank. George Clooney for The Midnight Sky. And Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman 1984. And the bishop goes to Kathy Yan for Birds of Prey. That's right. We also give women director awards because they can direct too. Yeah, very well because this is a very fun movie and it's very well directed. That's right. Lots of great stylistic choices that just mesh so well with the property. Good action scenes. Good action scenes. We here at the Bishop Awards love all directors. Yeah. No matter who you are. No matter who you are and no matter what type of movie you directed. That's right. Now, next category. Best Supporting Actress. The nominees are Samara Weaving as Theodora Preston in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Journey Smollett as Black Canary in Birds of Prey. Christian Wig as Barbara Minerva slash Cheetah in Wonder Woman, 1984. Maria Bakalova as Tutar Sagadiev in Borat, subsequent movie film. Notice how I didn't have any trouble saying that one. Yet you had trouble saying saying, uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. And the winner for Best Supporting Actress, the Hunter Bishop Award goes to... Maria Bakalova as Tutar Sagadiev in Borat's subsequent movie film. Very nice. Congratulations to a woman who almost got sexually assaulted by Rudy Giuliani for her art. It was worth it. You won a Bishop Award. Yes. Okay, here we go. Best Actress. The nominees are Rachel McAdams as Sigrid in Eurovision. Kristen Milioti as Sarah in Palm Springs. Millie Bobby Brown as Enola Holmes in Enola Holmes. Gal Gadot as Diana Prince in Wonder Woman 1984. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. Tina Fey as 22 in Soul. And Meryl Streep because we're legally required to nominate Meryl Streep for an award. It'll be an annual thing. Trust, trust us. Yeah, ho- host your own award show. Um... And you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. And the bishop goes to Millie Bobby Brown as Enola Holmes. Shocker. Can you believe that she can do more than just look stunned by playing Eleven in Stranger Things? I know. She has, turns out, she has a lot more range than staring intently and screaming. Good on her. On her, she. This is a movie that is it rests entirely on her shoulders, and she carries it with a plum. And um, she showed in this one movie, she showed her dramatic chops, her action adventure chops, and her comedic chops. I I I love the pick. I love the pick. Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful film, very fun. Everyone should see it. Um, it rests on her shoulders. She carries it fantastically, and she, again, she showed better acting range in this movie than in all three seasons of Stranger Things. Combined. Yes, combined. 
And now I love Stranger Things, and I love her in Stranger Things, but I do too. Right, but like the character of Eleven does not do her talent justice. Really doesn't. Okay, getting down to the nitty gritty here. Best supporting actor. The nominees are Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik in Sonic the Hedgehog, Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis slash Black Masks in Birds of Prey, J.K. Simmons as Roy in Palm Springs, Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes in Enola Holmes, and the Bishop for Best Supporting Actor goes to Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik and Sonic the Hedgehog. Wonderful man. Wonderful performance. uh, I love this man. I love him so much. This is, first of all, this movie is good. Right? Yeah, he takes it over the top, though. Yeah, and right? But he, every, but he, every good he, way possible. He makes it so much better. Um, this is this is classic Jim Carrey. This is classic it, comedic Jim Carrey going full Jim Carrey. It's absolutely terrific. It's a sight to behold. And it works so well for the character. It does. It really does. I love Jim Carrey, but when I first heard this casting, I was very skeptical. And boy, did he prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Oh, so good. Uh, He's so good. This is this is peak. This is like peak, you know, '90s Jim Carrey. Yeah, I loved I loved it. Love everything he does in this movie is golden. It really is, absolutely everything. Look forward to the next one, Jim. Yes. Okay. Okay. Best actor. The nominees are Chris Hemsworth as Tyler Rake in Extraction. Andy Samberg as Niles in Palm Springs. Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat in Borat's subsequent movie film. Chadwick Boseman as Levy Green in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Tom Hanks as Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd in News of the World. And Hugh Jackman as Frank Tassome in Bad Education. And the Bishop Award goes to... Chadwick Boseman as Levy Green in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Round of applause. You know, I actually can't see a picture of Chadwick Boseman without tearing up. Me neither. It's very sad. Um, like it's honest. I, I've never been more heartbroken over a death since Kobe Bryant. It, but before that, never before. No, but like, it, it's just because it, it was so sudden, number one. He was so young, number two, and based on his performance in this movie, um, he had so much left to give the world in terms of performances. He will be, uh, I mean, I I don't want to talk more about him because I'm just going to cry again. Yes, but. It's just, it's actually so sad. It's extremely sad, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to end this by saying, honestly, he would probably. No, he 100% would still win this award if he was alive. Yeah. This is a powerhouse performance, and it makes it extra more sad that we won't be getting any more of these. Or any more of those Wakanda Forevers. We love you, Chadwick. Fuck, dude. I didn't, I didn't think we'd get a fucking emotional. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very sad. Um, 
let's let's move on before we. It's supposed to be a comedy esque podcast, you know. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> no sappy moments. Let's move on before we start crying. Okay. 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 Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Best picture. It's time for best picture. Yeah. Okay. This is all you, baby. <laughs> you got this. Okay. The nominees for best picture: Sonic the Hedgehog. Extraction, Eurovision, Palm Springs, Borat, subsequent movie film, Wear a Mask, Save Live, Minari. <laughs> well, I give that. Uh... <laughs> because it's on all the posters and I just want to remind people. Yeah. Minari. Good. Fuck you, Golden Globes. That's not the official subtitle of Minari, but... <laughs> I'm just saying. Might as well I'm be. just saying. Fuck you, Golden Globes, because we're nominating it for Best Picture, and you can't even take it out of the Best Foreign Language category. Yeah. Enola Holmes, Wonder Woman 1984, and Soul. Big drum roll for the last category of the first annual Bishop Awards. Best Picture. The Bishop Award for Best Picture goes to Palm Springs. Wow. I can't say well-deserved, but I will say well-deserved at 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, you better. Now, before you people are like, well, how is this best picture if Jonah didn't see it? Me and Hunter simultaneously, unanimously agreed this was the best picture. Yeah. I, I had my vote in for extraction, but let's see if that changes at 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Like, it was, like, <laughs> unanimously, we... We put we had we got the nominees and okay these are the nominees for best picture. What is the winner? And me and Hunter both unanimously said Palm Springs. Jonah said Extraction and we said two to one we win. And he said I <laughs> trust you guys I'm not going to argue. Yeah. And then we told him I... well you should see it before um we record and evidently he didn't. Yeah I I, w- I was going to watch it, but video games you know. Video games, video games. Wow, this has been such a great award show. Sorry for any awkward pauses. We're new to this whole hosting thing with an award show. Yeah, we were supposed to only co-host this award show with Hunter, yeah. who would have been the actual host. and then All those awkward pauses you know, were Hunter's moments. Yeah, he would have been the host, and we would have been, you know, the Andy Richter or the Ed McMahon to his, you know, Conan or Johnny Carson. But instead... Because he had to step down because um, the Academy told him we can't have your uh, My Little Pony comments, you know, resurfacing and and, uh, and giving us a bad name. He had to step down and we were forced to fill in fully. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think that it has gone swimmingly. No controversial things happen like, you know. A mishap of reading who the winner was, because God forbid that happens. Yeah, yeah. At a major award show. God forbid uh, somebody reads out the wrong winner. Um, yeah, none of that. No, no, not even any smaller dumb controversies, like singing a song about uh, seeing actresses' boobs in movies. We saw your boobs. It's still great. I still really like that. Fuck everyone who disagrees. It's a funny song. It is. I don't know if the Oscars is the place to sing it, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem. Yeah, you might be right. Um, is that he sung that 
at the Oscars to their face instead of like doing it at a comedy show. Yeah, we still love you, Seth. Um, but I mean, it's a catchy song. It's a good song. Um, but yeah, th- I think this was a great first Bishop Awards, um, barring the fact that Hunter Bishop himself could not appear. He will be here next year, though. You can bet your bottom dollar. Yes. Um, but uh, please um, let us know what you thought of of the awards. Let us know what you thought about the nominees. If you agreed with our picks, if you disagreed, if you thought we snubbed somebody who should have been nominated, let us know what you think of the winners. If you agree with them, if you disagree with them, um, you know, feel free to be as friendly or mean as you want. Yeah. Yes. And if you want to know how you can be friendly or mean to us, I'll let you know right now. You can follow me on the social medias. That's Twitter and Instagram at real M fresh. Same on both. You can, yeah. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jonah is gracious. And most importantly, you can follow Hunter on Twitter and Instagram at the Hunter Bishop. Same on both. Um, follow him for all podcast news, updates, who's it's and the whatnots, as well as look out for his uh, My Little Pony apology. If he does, in fact, make that apology tweet, I'm going to try to convince him not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so follow us there um, on Twitter and Instagram, and that's where you can, you know, um, let us know what you thought of the awards, whether you agreed, disagreed, be as mean or nice as you want. Um, also, if you want to go the extra mile, click the link in the episode description that'll take you a page where you can record a voice message for us that we will listen to and once again we encourage you to be as mean or nice as possible we will definitely listen to it and whether it's nice or mean if we enjoy it maybe we'll play it on a future episode yeah um but if you did enjoy the awards and agreed with all of them and if you didn't agree with all of them if you enjoyed the awards Please um, subscribe to the podcast to be notified when future episodes go live. And also, give us a review. It really helps. More than you will ever... You, no, no. You, you guys all know yeah. how much it actually does help. Give us a review. Give us a five-star review um, on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening to this on. If they have a review feature, give us a five-star review. It really helps to bump us up the ranks. Um, and uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones. Um, tell them two things. One, tell them that you love them, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. And two, tell them to listen to Culture Pop with Hunter Bishop. Yeah. Because um, in addition to giving us a five-star review, getting other people to listen also pushes us up the ranks. That is very – wow, Matt. So, so informative. Yeah. We just wanted to hear at a culture pop with Hunter Bishop. Want to wish you guys a happy new year. Can't be any worse than last year. Yes, happy new year. Uh, I hope you all have uh, positive New Year's resolutions, and I hope you all fulfill them. Yeah, and stay safe. Uh, don't touch each other. Yeah, don't cough on each other. Yeah. Wash your hands. Um. And yeah. thank you for listening, but. We're not going anywhere. We'll see you next week. Hunter Bishop, we'll see you next week. You can bet your ass. Yes. Um, if he's not available, though, uh, we will we will be here still. Yeah. But, uh, and 
hopefully, hopefully he has all his affairs sorted and he'll be back next week. We return to regularly scheduled programming.